Welcome to Watchmen on the Wall, a daily outreach of Southwest Radio Ministries and SWRC.com. Today, evangelist Donald Perkins shares an important warning with us, and Marvin McElvaney has a Bible in the News report. Two of the resources we have had tremendous response with this month is Jonathan Kahn's new book and DVD, The Return of the Gods, and our brand new prophecy calendar. Make sure you get these outstanding resources. They make excellent gifts, and they are ready to ship today. 1-800-652-1144. Or you can order online, swrc.com. And speaking of our brand new prophecy calendar, this year's calendar is based on the book and television series, Jewish Roots of Christianity. This year, our calendar is a 16-month calendar and features all major biblical, Jewish, and Israeli holidays, plus U.S. holidays. Each day contains scripture references to help you read through the Bible in a year. And let me tell you, friends, you will be blessed by the absolute gorgeous photos and artwork. And I'm excited to announce that part of the proceeds from each calendar go to the Onesimus Prison Ministry. When you order a calendar, a calendar is also sent to a prisoner. So order the 16-month Jewish Roots of Christianity calendar today, 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. Or you can order your calendars online, swrc.com. That's swrc.com. And remember, for every calendar you order, a calendar will be given to a prisoner free of charge. It's a great way to encourage others and share hope with those in prison. Order the brand new 16-month calendar today when you call 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. We have special pricing available on bulk orders with free shipping on all orders over $100. 1-800-652-1144. Order online, swrc.com. That's swrc.com. Evangelist Donald Perkins comes now to present evidence that we are truly living in the end times and that false Christs are among us today. A false Christ or a false Messiah is a pretender who claims to be the one sent from God to save humanity. In recent years, people like Jim Jones, Charles Manson, David Koresh, and Marshall Applewhite have all claimed to be Christ. Is the increase in false Christ evidence that we're living in the last days? Joining me on Watchmen on the Wall to answer that question is evangelist Donald Perkins. Don is the founder and president of According to Prophecy Ministries. He has devoted over 40 years to the study of God's Word with a focus on Bible prophecy. Don travels extensively and is a well-respected speaker on Bible prophecy for conferences, seminars, Bible studies, and at local churches. Don is here today to talk with me about false Christs in the last days. Brother Don, it's great to have you on the program with me today. Well, James, it's an honor and a privilege to be with you. I've been following Southwest Radio Church for years, and it's a privilege to be with you today. Well, before we get started, I'd really like to hear more about you. Would you share your testimony? How did you come to faith in Jesus Christ? I've been saved now a little over 45 years. I was a young guy back in Louisiana, and the Lord began to deal with my heart and convicted me of my sins, and I had to surrender to Him. And when I did, you know, my life changed. I gave my life to Christ, unbeknownst to me that later on in my 
life that he would literally call me into ministry, and I'm grateful for that. My wife and I, we just celebrated 41 years of studying and teaching Bible prophecy. So I'm just grateful that God saved me. He pulled me out of the world, and I'm just grateful to be a part of the kingdom. Well, I have followed your ministry for years. I first remember seeing you on Dave Reagan's television program probably 20 or so years ago. I remember you being on that program, and I'd like you to elaborate a little more on your call. How did you come to serve in ministry, and specifically, how did you come to be a speaker on Bible prophecy? Growing up, I was always taught, and this is just funny, I was always taught that if you would study the book of Revelation, you could lose your mind. <laughs> and for me to be teaching Bible prophecy, there is a God in heaven, because all my life I was taught that growing up. Well, lo and behold, I was serving as a deacon in a church back in Louisiana, my pastor called all-night prayer one time, and my wife and I, we went to all-night prayer. And when I was on my knees praying, I just felt the Lord asked me to teach Bible prophecy. Now, I was afraid of Bible prophecy, so I just surrendered. I said, now, Lord, if you call me to teach Bible prophecy, I need you to confirm the call to my life, and I need you to help me to understand. And when I accepted that call, it was like God just put an insatiable desire in me to study Bible prophecy. Now, it's been over 41 years now of studying and teaching Bible prophecy. So, again, for me to be teaching prophecy coming from my history of being afraid of the book of Revelation, there is a God in heaven. Well, Brother Don, let's talk about false Christs. In Matthew 24, Jesus gave a list of signs that we will see in the last days that point to his soon return. One of those signs was false Christ. What do the scriptures teach us about false Christ? Well, it teaches that Jesus gave that amazing indicator of his return. A false Christ is a person who literally claims to be the Christ or the anointed one. Jesus said, in your latter days before my return, you will see people or individuals who would literally claim to be the Christ. And again, our past history has been littered with men and even some women who have claimed to be Christ. This truly is a sign of the time. And Jesus, he warned that these false Christs could deceive. So he told men, you know, be not deceived or be careful not to be deceived. And you would think, you know, who in the 21st century would follow anyone who would claim to be a Christ? Well, just as the scriptures, as Jesus predicted, we have witnessed that in our recent history with all of these false Christs that have come on the scene. Well, now, all the signs that Jesus spoke of are actually second coming signs. And if we see signs that point to the second coming, Brother Don, how much closer then is the rapture? I believe it's even closer. I mean, as you said, all of the signs, all of the indicators, Matthew 24, Luke 21, Mark 13, all of those signs point to the literal return of Christ, which we know would take place at the close of the Great Tribulation. If we are seeing signs now that are preparation for the time of tribulation, it lets us know that the rapture is even closer. You know, I would never date set to tell you we have two years, five years, but I can tell you this based on what we are seeing based on these indicators pointing to the return of Christ, second coming, I believe it is closer than we can imagine. For me, what I've done with the signs of the times, I have allowed it to stir my heart to reach a lost world. Mm -hmm. And this is how I proclaim this message of the signs and the end time message to the church and to a lost world, that time is at hand. You need to receive Christ today. Don't you believe that the next event on God's prophetic calendar has to be the rapture, and it could happen just at any moment? I do believe in the imminent return of Christ. I made a statement in some of my teachers around the country that I practice rapture drills in the morning because I believe it is just that close. I believe it can happen at any moment. It's an imminent event, meaning that there are no signs or no indicators 
for the rapture? You know, I get this question all the time. Brother Perkins, give me a sign for the rapture. I say, I can't give you a sign because all the signs point to the literal second coming of Christ, which, again, is at the end of the tribulation. Well, as we're talking about false Christ, you mentioned some false Christs in our recent past. Let me bring up one of those. Who was Jim Jones, and what happened at Jonestown? Well, Jim Jones was a false Christ. He was a major cult leader. He headed up the People's Temple cult group. Uh, and in 1978, he led the People's Temple members to commit mass suicide. He led these people away from their homes and their families. They all moved and relocated to Jonestown in Guyana. And as a result of that, 914 people died there. Jesus warned not to follow these false Christs. And again, you know, one of the signs that these false Christs are false Christs is that they would try to separate you from people that you know. They get you in an isolated situation, and then they will give you their views, and then people just totally discard the Bible. You know, I've said many times, you know, if you stick with the authority of the Word of God, you won't ever be deceived. I don't care how charismatic an individual may be, or even if he's doing a miracle, you need to stick with the authority of the Word of God because... You know, he's probably on a false miracle, a false sign. He has a false charisma that causing many people to follow him. Jim Jones was one of those characters. I mean, and it was just tragic. These people left their families and they wind up committing suicide. I was a little kid when Jonestown happened, but I remember seeing the images on television and being shocked that over 900 people died by blindly following Jim Jones. And you asked this question, and who in their right mind would follow anybody that claimed to be Christ today? But it happens all over. I think some of these people are so fooled, so blinded by this, don't you think? Yes, and I really believe that that blinding is a direct result of their scripture illiteracy. What I mean by that, they don't know what the Bible says in regards to the last days. You know, I judge everything I see and hear based on the authority of the Word of God, you know, and... Sad today, we have a lot of Christians that really don't know the scriptures. They don't know the end time messages as well, based on the Word of God. And as a result, they are susceptible to these type of false rights. You know, our recent past has been littered with these guys. You know, uh, Jim Jones, David Koresh. I mean, that was another one that was just so amazing. People Magazine called David Koresh the evil Messiah. Mm-hmm. David Koresh said, I am the Lamb of God, he told his believers. David Koresh claimed 19 wives, he had sex with children, he armed his followers and led them to tragedy. And, you know, what was amazing about this particular guy is that he isolated people again, as most of these false Christs do, and these people, they just followed him blindly. They really did not look at the Word, although he was teaching from the Word, but he was teaching his view of it, and they were not challenging him. As a matter of fact, when David Koresh and those followers died there, they were literally under the impression that the ATF was causing the Battle of Armageddon. Right. If they would have understood the Scriptures, they would have known that that was not the Battle of Armageddon, you know. And these people died as a result of this false Christ. Another false Christ that I've heard you mention before in our recent past is the Lord Maitreya. Who was the Lord Maitreya? Well, the Lord Maitreya, again, this really was one of the most weirdest ones. Back in May... 14, 1982, the headlines of the Los Angeles Times read that the Christ is now here. They actually had a newspaper article telling the world that the Christ was here. And this Lord Maitreya, uh, he was part of a group called the Terra Center. 
get a gentleman by the name of Benjamin Krim. Benjamin Krim was like John the Baptist going before Christ. So Benjamin Krim, uh, he was like the one who would go before his Lord Maitreya. Then on a particular day, this Lord Maitreya was going to overshadow the world. So the headlines read, the Christ is now here. And then what was so ironic about it, Lord Maitreya claimed that Jesus Christ, our Lord, studied under him, and all of the other world religious leaders studied under this Lord Maitreya. And again, a lot of people's faith were shipwrecked because they believed that this great overshadowing was going to happen, and it didn't happen. Again, another false Christ. But again, what's so amazing is that people just blindly follow these guys versus standing on the Word of God. It's just amazing. It's amazing to witness the fulfillment of these prophecies, but they're coming to pass, just like the Scripture said. Another recent false Christ was Reverend Moon. Now, when I was a young man, we used to laugh at Reverend Moon and his followers. We called them the Moonies and thought that was kind of ridiculous, but it's really not a laughing matter, is it? Who was Reverend Moon? Well, Reverend Moon, again, he was one of those ones that was very dangerous, a very wealthy businessman as well. Him and his wife believed that Jesus failed to do what God had called them to do, and as a result, that God had raised up him and his wife to fulfill God's will in the land. Now, Reverend Moon has since passed, but his wife continues his organization. And what was amazing and what still goes on in this particular organization is that they do what's called mass weddings. They may marry 20,000 couples uh, at a time. They put you know, a man with a woman, a woman with a guy. You don't know who you're going to marry on this day. But they put couples together believing that they are sealing, you know, these couples. They believe that they are the true parents, you know, and people by the thousands are following this Unification Church organization. They're a billion-dollar organization of late. Mrs. Moon does these large campaigns across the country of unification, and what they're doing, they're going to churches. They invite these churches. They pay for everything for the hotels. They have these large crusades, and they believe now that Mrs. Moon, and this is just ironic, they believe that Mrs. Moon today is the first begotten daughter of God. And it's just tragic how people, again, blindly are following this Moon organization. And again, it's truly, truly a falsehood. Don't they teach that if Moon or his wife officiate your wedding and marry you, then your sins are forgiven forever? Yes, you are sealed. You know, they believe, again, that they are the true parents. They believe that you must come through their wedding process in order to be absorbed of your sin. And again, it's just falsehood. Now, of late, again, she called herself the only begotten daughter of God. And again, she says now that many Christian pastors now are converting from Christianity, and they're now following her as the only begotten daughter of God, which, again, is blasphemy because there's only one begotten, and that was Jesus Christ. But again, people by the thousands are following her and the Unification Church. It's really sad that in the 21st century, people are so blind to follow, but it's a fulfillment of Scripture. This is James Collins, and my guest on Watchman on the Wall is evangelist Donald Perkins, and we're talking about false Christ in the last days. Brother Don, who was Dr. Jose Luis de Jesus Miranda and didn't he have his followers tattoo something on their bodies? Yes, he was an amazing one as well. This guy, I think, came out of Puerto Rico. 
he really mainly went toward ex-Catholics, and this guy, De Jesus Miranda, literally believed that he was the Christ man. He came on the scene. Many of his followers tattooed 666 on their bodies. Wow. I had one article that was on his website. It says, the man Christ, Jesus Miranda, is coming to the USA. The King of Kings and Lord of Lords has arrived in America. Now, that statement was a very bold statement by this guy, but what was even sad, James, was that many people, again, followed this guy. They gave up businesses, they gave him a lot of money, but they tattooed the 666 on them, which just blew my mind. He literally used the scriptures in Matthew 24 to say that he wasn't a false Christ. He said, because the false Christ that the Bible talked about in the last days would do miracles, and he said he was not doing miracles so therefore, he was not a fulfillment of Matthew 24, but literally he was. Because people by the thousand all across the country followed this guy. We live in Southern California. They actually had a church here in Southern California that actually was set up, and these people followed this guy. He has since died. Many of his followers also believe that he will be resurrected. But again, another falsehood fulfilling Scripture. I saw an interview by him, and the guy that interviewed him asked him, he said, well, Where's the scars in your hands? And I think he said he went to Brazil or some other country to have the nail scarred in his hands removed. <laughs> and I mean, it's, it's, it sounds like a joke. Plastic but surgery removed the nail scars, this huh? guy. Yes. I mean, it's just amazing the people that followed this guy. And again, Jesus said that these are indicators that there would be men who would claim to be the Christ, the anointed one, and many people would follow them, and truly they are. Next time, I want to talk about false Christs in the media. Thanks so much for being on the program with me today. I appreciate it. Thanks for having us. God bless. More from Donald Perkins on the false Christs in the last days on tomorrow's Watchman on the Wall. Today, we have two outstanding teaching presentations by Evangelist Donald Perkins on one DVD, over two hours examining false Christs in the last days and the mark of the beast. Beware of false Christs in the last days is a very timely message regarding one of the signs of the end times. Don Perkins presents evidence that we are truly living in the end times and that false Christs are among us today. In his teaching on the Mark of the Beast, Don Perkins takes you through the scriptures to look at the future event known as the Mark of the Beast. He clears up the inaccuracies that have been taught regarding this event. You'll learn from the Bible exactly what is the Mark of the Beast, when it will be issued, and why the Antichrist will require men to receive this unique mark. This DVD also contains a bonus interview with Don Perkins. Order False Christ in the Last Days DVD today when you call 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. Or order online, swrc.com. Question, how far away are we really from the time of Nebuchadnezzar? When you look at the news, uh, you see that we're not very far off at all. Marvin McIlvaney is here to look at one disturbing trend that points to how far gone we really are as a culture in today's Bible in the News report. It seems like people are having a hard time these days with reality. People say things like, my truth is, or if you disagree with someone, they might say, well, whatever your truth is, 
like we can pick and choose what truth is. Of course, Jesus was way ahead of everyone when he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. My truth is, I hate sour cream. But it doesn't matter what I think my truth is, I can't tell everyone what to like and what to dislike. Jesus, on the other hand, has and is the answer to everybody's everyday life problems. What could possibly cause this problem with reality? Does it have anything to do with a weed dispensary on every corner? Or is it the mainstream Big Pharma that we hear about? Has Big Pharma given everybody so many doses of antidepressants and mood elevators and oxycontin and hydrocodone that we forgot how to function? Have we tried so hard to escape reality that we finally made it? In Matthew 24, when the disciples came and asked Jesus what would be the sign of his return in the end of the world, the first thing he said was, Take heed that no man deceive you. One of the signs of his return is deception. In fact, it's the first sign he mentions. Will people be easily deceived in the last days? It sure seems like it. Have you heard of a group of people who belong to a community that calls themselves furries? Yes. Like they have fur all over them? Furries. These people are students and artists and writers and gamers and role players. And most furries create for themselves an animal character with human characteristics. A lot like a cartoon, like a human Goofy or a human Tom the Cat. They call their personalities fursonas. Very clever. Some furries wear elaborate costumes or paraphernalia such as animal ears or tails or represent themselves as anthropomorphic animals in online communities. To help explain it better, here is Alex Newman. Yeah, you, you almost feel ridiculous talking about it, but there are now hundreds of thousands of kids all across this country in government schools, I mean, brainwashed zombies, I feel so bad for them, that are identifying as, they call themselves furries, they, they might be identifying as a dog or a cat or a kangaroo, and so they, they come to school wearing tails, they, they come to school, you know, painting whiskers on themselves, they put little fake ears on, and, uh, and, and like literally, the ones that identify as cats, they, they'll meow at people. The ones that identify as dogs will bark at people. They'll growl at people. In some cases, we've got reports of children biting other students as if they were dogs. This whole scandal kind of broke because uh, there was a report in Michigan about a school putting a litter box in one of the bathrooms for the children that identify as cats. Now, the uh, superintendent there said that wasn't true. But the fact that the kids are dressing up as animals and barking and meowing is absolutely true. It's demonstrably true, and it's happening all across this country. The furry fandom is global with hundreds of local groups existing worldwide and dozens of conventions held annually. There is a small subset of furries called Thurians, who believe they are spiritually connected to animals and are less than human. They are an animal trapped in a human body, or they were an animal in a former life. Another subset call themselves otherkin, like Thurians. They feel spiritually connected to non-human species. But the species extend to mystical species like dragons and griffons and minotaurs. More than 75% of furries are under the age of 25. When compared to a control group, furries were significantly more likely to have a history of being physically and verbally bullied. Studies indicate that 65% of furries say that they have told almost no one in their family about their furry interests and approximately 70% say that they have told 
absolutely no one in their day-to-day life. Very secretive. There are those who find comfort and security underneath their shaggy outfit and prefer to wear them more often than not. Take the case of Boomer the Dog or Gary, a 48-year-old man who follows the dog philosophy and embraces it as a lifestyle. So passionate is Gary about being a furry that he tried to change his legal name to Boomer the Dog. Another subset of furries are called scalies. Scalies are just like the furries, but instead of humanizing animals with fur, they humanize animals with scales. The creatures include dragons, snakes, dinosaurs, and many others. Scalies typically have a less cheerful attitude than normal furries. Here once again is Alex Newman with a summation of what we are witnessing. This is just the, the logical progression of what's been going on. I mean, if, if a boy can identify as a girl and wear a skirt and go into the girl's bathroom and change with the girls in the locker room, we got to be logically consistent here. Why can that child not then identify as a cat or a tree or a, or a, a zebra? Right? There, there's absolutely no logical reason why a child should be able to pick their gender but not be able to pick being uh, some other type of creature. And and I think the real explanation for this, Duke, and a lot of people don't like to hear this, but the real explanation will be found in Romans 1 of the Bible. When these progressives do what the Bible describes as deliberately suppressing the truth in their unrighteousness, They want to deny that God exists. They want to deny that there are eternal moral truths that apply everywhere at all times for all eternity. Then they are handed over to a depraved mind, and they believe absolutely idiotic things, like that it's acceptable to pick a new gender, or that it's acceptable to pick being a cat or a a dog and to behave like a dog. And so, you know, where where is the logical ending point of this? Is there any, you know, off-ramp where we can kind of de-escalate this situation? And honestly, I don't know. I don't know how crazy this gets before people finally come to their senses. Speaking of coming to their senses, it took King Nebuchadnezzar seven years to come to his senses once the Lord made him into a furry. The king spake and said, Is not this great Babylon that I have built for the house of the kingdom by the might of my power and for the honor of my majesty? While the word was in the king's mouth, there fell a voice from heaven saying, O King Nebuchadnezzar, to thee it is spoken, The kingdom is departed from thee, and they shall drive thee from men, and thy dwelling shall be with the beast of the field, and they shall make thee to eat grass as an oxen, and seven times shall pass over thee, until thou know that the Most High ruleth in the kingdom of men, and giveth it to whomsoever he will. The same hour was the thing fulfilled upon Nebuchadnezzar, and he was driven from men, and did eat grass as an oxen, and his body was wet with the dew of heaven till his hairs were grown like eagle's feathers and his nails like bird claws. How's that for reality? Today we have two outstanding teaching presentations by evangelist Donald Perkins on one DVD. Over two hours examining false Christs in the last days and the mark of the beast. Order False Christ in the Last Days DVD when you call 1-800-652-1144. Or you can order online, swrc.com. That's swrc.com. Friends, thank you for sustaining Watchmen on the Wall with your orders. When you order a book or DVD by way of the phone or on our website, you are supporting the worldwide outreach of this ministry. Thank you. Tomorrow, we wrap up another week of bringing clarity to the chaos with more insight from Donald Perkins. Be sure to tune in on your favorite radio station. 
by downloading our SWRC mobile app or by subscribing to our daily Watchman on the Wall podcast. Watchman on the Wall is a production of Southwest Radio Ministries and is supported by faithful listeners just like you. Visit swrc.com.